You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Insight into Ken Dorsey, who played for the Browns, has coached quarterback in the National Football League, and was offensive coordinator of the Buffalo Bills Let's go to our guy in Buffalo. He's the sideline reporter for the Bills Radio Network. He's been with us before. He's with us now. He's on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. He's Sal Capaccio. Sal, good to have you with us. What's up, guys? How are you doing today? Thanks good. for having me. Okay. Thank you. We appreciate the insight. So, was Ken Dorsey a scapegoat, or did he need to be let go in Buffalo? You know, it's the word scapegoat is always funny to me. You know, we had Bills fans here saying, Fire the OC, fire the OC. You know, I mean, they were getting to you know, they're six and six at one point, whatever the record was when they fired them. And then all of a sudden, Sean McDermott does it. And then the same people say, scapegoat, Sean McDermott, scapegoat. I mean, <laughs> you can't have it both ways, right? Um, it's such as life in the NFL. No, I mean, I don't think he was a scapegoat. I think that this is what head coaches have to do. They have to make tough decisions. Um, you know, if, you, if somebody's not performing or if a unit's not performing, whether it's all on them or not on them, as you guys know, you've been through it a lot in Cleveland, of course, you you have to make a change. So, no, I don't think he was a scapegoat. And a scapegoat also, to me, implies that McDermott might have been on the hot seat. That was never the case. No, he wasn't firing somebody to keep his own job, that's for sure. So um, I, I think there were a lot of merits to having to move on from Ken Dorsey, for sure. Uh, the offense just was not kind of functioning, I think, at the rate that a lot of people thought it should in Buffalo, a lot of fans. Um, there were probably several reasons for that we can dig into. But um, I think that it came time where they needed a change. And look, I mean, the results – at the end of the day, where well, the team went on a big run, and some of that was better offense, some wasn't, but I think that they made the right decision. So give me some good things that you think Ken Dorsey might be bringing to Cleveland, especially to work with Deshaun Watson. Well, he's got an athletic quarterback there like he had in Buffalo, right? So that's real yeah. good, obviously. You know, you can um, – you can build off some of the things you did in Buffalo with Josh Allen and know, you know, what kind of um, with an athletic quarterback, what kind of traits you have, the things you can do, things you can't do. I think that's really good. I really think, think too, though, guys, I think a lot of times, you know, Ken Dorsey, he got the job in Buffalo after never having been an OC. He was a quarterback's coach in right. Buffalo. And I just think that experience can help a lot of people. We've seen it at head coaches. We've seen it in coordinators. Sometimes you kind of just need to do it once, take a step back and then take a look. And I think that, Ken Dorsey, to me, would, I would hope, kind of evaluate, what did I do right? What did I do wrong? Why did I lose this job? Things like that. And to me, that would be a very big benefit. And he's going to be in a different situation with different people, but probably he's gained a lot of the experience here in Buffalo that he'll bring with him and probably learn from that, I think, you know, going forward, which would be good. Sal, was there a huge difference between his first year where the Bills' rankings in every offensive category were pretty close to a mirror image of what they were before under Brian Dable when he was offensive coordinator Uh, from first year with Dorsey to second year. Did things change? I think some things on personnel side changed. And and I think that that's part of the reason why it's unfortunate. You know, you're, you're kind of the whim of what you have in front of you. Mm -hmm. And certainly I think that, you know, they 
had more of an ability last year, maybe a little bit easier time separating Stefan Diggs. It seemed like he had tougher time separating this year. Um, Gabe Davis was a little more inconsistent, things like that. So those things changed. Um, I, I don't think overall, like you really look at from the start of 2022 when he became the offensive coordinator through the you know number of games, what, 11 weeks, uh, 10 weeks into 2023 when he was fired. I don't think a ton really changed. I just think that it became – it was – even last year, guys, it was, seemed like it was more of a struggle. You know, when Brian Dable was here, and again, they had different players at some point, but they were boat racing teams sometimes. They were just blowing teams out, and they were running away from them. The Bills played a lot of close games um, the last couple of years, and I think that's kind of what the difference was between Dable and Dorsey, where it just seemed like they could never get to a point where they were just kind of clicking to run away from teams, push the ball down the field. They just didn't have the explosive plays, but I would argue they didn't have explosive playmakers there either, right? It's always chicken and egg on how you want to do that. Look, Joe Brady didn't have that. That's part of the reason what we're talking about now with the Bills having to add that this offseason. So I, I think that it's always tough to compare to a guy like Brian Dable because he did such a great job. But, no, I don't think that there was much of a change from last year to this year. But I think that's also part of the problem, guys. They didn't advance on to be a better offense this year under him than they were last year. Hey, Sal, when you watched the AFC Championship yesterday, were you thinking what if the whole time from a Bills perspective? 100%. Yeah. 100%. I hate watched it. You know what I mean? When you hate yeah. watch something. You, oh, you just, we're great you, at you, that you're great. Oh, Yeah, right? I mean, <laughs> I'm sure yeah, you guys are doing the same thing probably with Houston. But, you know, you're like, um, you just you watch it. And you're like, man, I can't believe it. I we had some things going on. My son playing some sports on Saturday and I'd see some people around town like, Hey, tough loss. And I say, yeah, I should be landing in Baltimore right now. I should be going to the hotel in Baltimore right now. Should be getting ready for the game in Baltimore. So yeah, for sure. Um, I, I think we all did that here in Buffalo. Look, I mean, the chiefs are really great. We know that but the bills a couple times now in the last three years, were literally one or two plays away from knocking them out. And that's the difference in the league. And I just hate, and you guys deal with this in Cleveland. I hate the, well, this guy can't beat this guy. Allen can't beat Mahomes. You know, Deshaun Watson can't win, or Stefanski. I like Kevin Stefanski. He's one of the you know coaches of the year candidates because he did a great job. You know, I think that you know if anybody, I'm not saying they are, but when you put those guys up and say, well, they can't advance, they can't do that. Just because you haven't doesn't mean you can't, right? There's a lot of circumstances. I think that we're feeling that here in Buffalo. There's just a lot of circumstances that add up to not being in that game yesterday. That's a that's a great line. Just because you haven't doesn't mean you can't. That's but, right. But that takes patience, Sal. And boy, I know. This is a league that's not based around patience. No doubt. And I think we saw it here in Buffalo. Here you have this, you know, it's funny, guys. You look at the Bills' metrics. Let's go back to Dorsey. They were still really highly ranked in a lot of different categories. Yeah. They were one of the top scoring teams in the league, you know, EPA, all that. And yet the Josh Bills Allen was leading offense. the league in touchdown that's passes. Right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. And that, they fired their offensive coordinator. Like, well, why would you do something like that? And again, I think it was just a struggle to get to where they wanted to go. But look, when Sean McDermott made the change, he used the word energy a lot. Energy. It needs more energy. I think this is a group of players in Buffalo, Josh Allen specifically, that they have this type of personality and DNA that it seemed like they just were kind of um, lackadaisical at times. They didn't have that energy. They didn't have that juice. And what Brian Dable brings all that, as you guys know the way Brian Dable is, right? He brings all that. Dorsey's completely different, right? Dorsey is just, he's just kind of a, Real low-level guy, kind of straight, steady as you go. You're not going to get that from him. And I think the, I think Sean McDermott felt the Bills needed a little more of that energy and that juice, and I think that was part of the reason. And I think Joe Brady brought that and the relationship he had with the players. The other thing I would say that, you know, I've been thinking a lot about, you know, what you guys would ask me and how I want to frame it, because I, I think that Joe, Ken Dorsey did a lot of good things. But I think that his biggest failing to me was that 
when he was calling plays, he was doing it, A, putting too much on the plate of guys. Like they, we, we heard a lot of guys say simplify things. I've heard from in and around people that have been around the building to say there was just so much every week that he tried to get accomplished and tried to put in the game plan. And I think that can be overwhelming at times. That's where I say maybe he's learned not to do that anymore. Um, but the other thing is I think he just – he knew he had a Josh Allen. He knew he had some pretty good weapons and parts. We're going to do what we do, right? We're going to do what we do, and they're going to make us stop us. I think when Joe Brady came in, he became more game plan oriented. He became more, well, that's what the defense is doing. So we're going to put in a wrinkle here, wrinkle here that we haven't done before. And we're going to try this and that and put that throughout the week. And I think you saw a little bit more of a specific game plan being attacked to the defense than you did under Ken Dorsey. So I know he's probably not going to call plays there, but I think that's an area where he can learn. Is it okay if he doesn't call plays? Oh, I think so. He, you know what? That might be the better role for him. He was the quarterback's coach under Brian Dable here. And, you know, Josh Allen, he, he, he's very much saying the praises of Ken Dorsey. He very much – they say, you know, they love Ken Dorsey and all that. And they, these guys, they didn't want to see him go. I think there was a, a real big sense of guilt inside the Bills' locker room for the offensive guys that he got fired. Mm-hmm. For sure about that. But, but I do think that's his better role. It has been. And, again, and it's funny when you think about it. Think about where Ken Dorsey came from. He was the quarterback of arguably, maybe up until LSU a few years ago, arguably the greatest college offense in history yeah. back in the early 2000s Miami teams, right? They were amazing. Except when he against got Ohio job, State. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Ah, that's right. There you go. I, know, I forgot I'm on Cleveland. That's okay. right. But he was that, that, <laughs> that, that's amazing. You know, but, but he was the quarterback for that team. And I remember when he had his first press conference, I said to him, what did you learn about being the quarterback of that team with all those weapons? And he basically said, the quarterback just needs to get the ball to guys, or he just needs to get and let those guys do things. And I think that's right, but when you become the offensive coordinator of a guy like Josh Allen, that becomes a little different. And one of the things that happened through the first half of the year, we were actually clamoring guys here in Buffalo, like, please let Josh Josh Allen run more. Please let him run more. And he never really ran a lot. And I get it. The organization doesn't want him taking shots, taking a beating. I understand that completely. But, man, they were missing that element a lot from their offense this year. And I don't know. One of, the, one of the arguments we have here is, was that because the organization basically said to Ken Dorsey, hey, we got to preserve this guy. We come from where Cam Newton was, McDermott and Bean. We saw what happened to him. Let's not do that. Mm. Or was it Ken Dorsey saying, Josh Allen's my meal ticket. I am not getting that guy hurt and having him run. Because it is funny that as soon as the change was made to Brady, Josh Allen started to run more. Yeah, he did. He did. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sal Capaccio joining us. He's the Bills sideline reporter on the Bills radio network. Oftentimes, players and coaches have strong relationships, and you'll see a guy follow a coach to a situation or a coach campaign for a guy to come in, Sal. Bills have some free agents at positions of interest for the Browns. Wide receiver Gabe Davis and Trent Sherfield, and the Browns might need another running back. Latavius Murray, Ty Johnson, Damian Harris. Would, would, well, you I'll see start any with, ties um, there? Yeah, I'll start with just to give you an update. Damian Harris suffered a neck injury early yeah. in the year, yeah. and he was contemplating retirement. I asked Brandon Bean about that the other day, Bills GM. Um, he he indicated that Damian wants to play more, but we don't know if the Bills will be interested in re-signing him. Latavius Murray, guys, I mean, he went into this year as the oldest running back in the league already. And, you know, he did some nice things for the Bills, but I think as the season went on, you could see that his older legs were showing, and I don't know if that's something. Now, he brings a lot of leadership. He's been around this league. He's a, he's a very, very good leader and hard worker. So I think you can never go wrong by having a guy like that. I just don't know if he can occupy a roster spot. Uh, at his age. I love what Ty Johnson brought to the Bills this year. I'd love to see Ty Johnson be brought back. He runs hard. He can catch the ball out of the backfield. He has a, a certain that he can return kicks. I, I think Ty Johnson's a guy that could fit in. On, there's a spot for a Ty Johnson on any roster in this league. Whether, how much you use him, where you use him, I don't know, but I think there's a spot there. Gabe Davis is an interesting one. You know, the the guy is, I think he's the youngest, like, Bills captain under McDermott in mean, his fourth year. He's won the off-season workout award but for the team two years in a row the guy is a tireless worker i know him and one of his managers opened up um like a, a big gym down in florida and orlando to help guys who are coming into the draft with they help with nfl players like he's always doing stuff like that he's a, he's amazing to deal with on that level but there's inconsistencies in this game we all saw what happened two years ago against kansas city with the four touchdowns he never really built off that he can he can have big games he's either he's really is feast or famine it is boom or bust and but here's the problem he just can't really separate He's not that kind of guy, um, you know, when he, on a straight line speed, but he's big enough that sometimes he has a little bit of room there. I, I just think that sometimes the drops got a little too inconsistent. Trent Sherfield, we thought that he'd have a bigger role. He had a couple of big drops toward the end of the season as well. I always liked his game. I thought he could fit more into the Bills offense than he did. I, I don't know really what his role is in the league. Both Gabe and Trent, though, are very good blockers. So for an offense like Cleveland that can run the ball, they would add to a group that's already really good at run blocking. Those guys are real good run blockers as wide receivers. Mm. Sal, I need to leave you with this uh, extremely important question, especially because you brought Ken Dorsey up and his Miami Hurricane lost to Ohio State in the <laughs> National Championship. And we all know that Dustin Fox, who's our afternoon host, uh, played in that game and had a great game in the National Championship. But probably more so that storied career he had in Buffalo where he, I think <laughs> he had a grand total of six tackles. In the new stadium, will Dustin have a statue? That's my only question. Um, I am going to maybe push for it now after listening to you guys. You're like, you're going to be the uh, guys that make me get on that. I don't think he will, but there's now here's the thing. We have a wall of fame here. Oh. Right? We have a wall of fame. I don't, the new stadium, I don't think they're going to do a wall. I think they might do something outside where they kind of honor, you know, the legends and people like that. So maybe they could put them on the outside of the outside of the outside honoring the legends. I'm not really sure. Well, they'll let them look at it at least, right? <laughs> yes, that's right. By the way, we're supposed to have these really big, 
buffalo statues, like some of the biggest buffalo. I and mean, it's a rumor, right? The biggest buffalo statues you've you ever mean, you mean like seen off the freeway on ninety when you come in, there's a the buffalo those. Or... Okay, now you see those, right? Yeah, but we're talking about we're talking about like twenty times as big going in front of the stadium. Really, like these things, yeah, massive, like these massive, huge buffalo statues that they're going to be a destination for people to go take pictures and things like that, even when there's not a game. Sure. So I don't know. Maybe we can. Um, Maybe we can put him in Dustin Fox somewhere near the Buffalo statues. When you go to say, hey, there's Dustin, there's a fox and a buffalo. Okay, you know, he played for a little while. I'm not really sure. That's not a bad idea. And did any, no one jumped in the pit for the playoff game, did they? Other than we think that uh, Jason Kelsey would have done it if he would have had the chance. But did anybody sacrifice themselves for the for the last game? I don't think they did. There was okay. there was a lot more security there. That became a really, like, big deal here, by the way. Guys were like, oh, my God. People were really worried that people were going to go – do something like that security was and, you know, Buffalo and Orchard Park police and people like that. Um, and Jason Kelsey, though, I mean, how do you not like that? He he would fit, it, fit in for Bill's Mafia. He would fit in at the dog pound. He's that kind of guy. Like, he was in the lot doing the, the doing the bowling ball shots and things like that. Like, he was all a part of it. He's got no shirt on like Fitz a few years ago. Like, we want to adopt him here. Too bad that he's a Kelsey, though. You can't do that. <laughs> yeah, he's a Cleveland guy. We'll keep him. Sal, yeah, thank you, buddy. Right. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Sal, Sal Capaccio, the Bills sideline reporter on the Bills Radio Network, giving us some real insight into Ken Dorsey, offensive coordinator. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.